The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hello, everybody. This is Suzanne Giesman. I'm an evidence-based medium. They call me the messenger of hope, and I am just overflowing today with gratitude at being able to share the messages of love from the other side, stories of the greater reality, and to bring to you people, friends of mine, people who are new to me, whoever can share with us their stories of interacting with the greater reality and how that has changed their lives. Our topic today is about STEs, otherwise known as spiritually transformative events. Many of you may have heard of NDEs. Those are near-death experiences where, I don't know why they call it that really, because they actually do die, but they come back to talk about it. So it's not a near-death experience, it's an actual death experience. But for some reason, and many times for good reason, because we have more to share with people, those who pass come back and tell us that they've gone to the light or had other transformative experiences. But with an STE, you don't have to die first. That sounds pretty good to me. So we're going to be bringing in today two dear friends of mine in a little bit who have had their own STEs. But first I wanted to share with you my STEs. Actually, my very first one is not your typical go-to-the-light type STE, but I want to frame these experiences in that they don't have to be the bells and whistles kind of experience that you hear about in an NDE, but can be any experience that propels you headfirst down the spiritual path, down a path towards greater love in your life, towards greater understanding of who you are and why you're here. My very first one happened when my husband Ty and I went to see a medium after the death of Ty's daughter Susan. I had heard about these people who could communicate with those who had passed but had never had a reason to go to one. And when that medium brought through incredible, verifiable facts about Susan's passing, about her life, and proved to us that Susan was right there in the room with us, I really have to qualify that experience with the medium as a spiritually transformative event. Because until that point, I had no idea that the greater reality was real. I didn't realize that death is not the end. I was not working as a medium because I had no idea that lay in my future. But that reading with the medium left me in a daze 
for several days as I walked around trying to come up with some way of explaining how that medium knew all those things about Susan. And there was no other way to explain it than that she was right there. So that was my first experience that truly catapulted me down the spiritual path. The other one that fits more into the category of the going to the light type experience was when I was lying on a healer's table having some energy work done. And I was in a very deep expanded state of awareness, but I was still conscious of what was going on around me when all of a sudden I just found myself in a completely different environment filled with the proverbial light and all around me were beings of light. They didn't have any particular form. I didn't see faces. I was simply fully aware of their presence, and they felt like dear friends to me. And I remember they spoke to me without words, and one of them said straight to my heart, Now do you remember? And I burst into tears there on the healer's table, not coming out of that experience, but sobbing in bliss and joy, in the bathed in the overwhelming love of that experience, and saying back to them, why would anybody ever go back to that earthly awareness? But I knew in that moment the reason that we do go back, those who have an NDE, a near-death experience, or an STE, a spiritually transformative experience, go back to serve others, to let others know that this greater reality exists and that love is all that matters. It's why we're here. So for me, that gave me the personal experience of what awaits us after death, but what we can bring to this lifetime here. And because of both of those experiences and the many experiences that I've had daily as a result of my daily practice of sitting in the power that I teach about in my workshops, what many of you would understand as meditation, I have experiences across the veil every day, and so can you. On my website, SuzanneGiesman.com, under resources, there are free meditations that can help you to reach those expanded states of awareness. So I do encourage you to try that, to set the intention of having your own. But there's nothing like listening to other people's stories to get to know what is possible for all of us. So I asked my dear friend Brenda Bolman Baker to join us today. Now Brenda became my friend as a result of this work that I do, but we'll let Brenda tell you a little bit about that. Brenda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, I can feel it. <laughs> I'm going to clap my hands together like a little kid. Oh, gosh. Before we talk about your STE, why don't you tell everybody who's listening a little bit about the Brenda story? Well, the Brenda story is that um, I was born in a very conservative family, one of three girls, uh, one of twins. My mother had three of us in 13 months, so there's a shocker. Um, But grew up in a very conservative, fundamental, religious background, and I went into education as my field, and I taught high school English for 12 years, and then I went into administration, and uh, I did that for 43 years. Uh, Wow. I retired 10 years ago, but I'm not a very good retiree. I say I'm failing retirement because actually I continue working my first nine years. And <laughs> I, I am a widow and I have a son who is 35 years old and the love of my life. And, um, I'm, uh, Going to turn 65 years old this summer, which does blow my mind a little bit. That might be TMI, though. Okay. (laughs) Beautiful. So you do have the energy of a a little kid like I do, and that's what I love, the the joy that I feel in you. We can talk later if you've always felt that joy in your life, but the topic of today is spiritually transformative experiences. I know you've had one because you 
you talk frequently about how your life has changed in recent years. So why don't you share with us what it was that changed your life? Absolutely. And I know we're going to come back later and kind of talk about what led up to it. But I, I must say, Suzanne, I see uh, that in retrospect, every single lesson that I learned that brought me to this very moment of here and now, knowing who I am and why I am, and and the joy that comes with that. And I, and I think that really it was twofold uh, in my transformation. I, first of all, through a number of different steps and practicing meditation, um, that I believe I was preparing myself for this transformative event. And it, frankly, began uh, through a number of small steps that led to a big step, which was attending heart gifts at my Unity Church here in Phoenix. And that was your presentation regarding Wolf's message. That would be my book, Wolf's Message, and I had a presentation, a two-hour presentation based on the book that that I call Heart Gifts, because that's what Wolf brought to all of us, Gifts for the Heart. And so that's where we first met. I didn't know you were in the audience at the time, but you were attending that at Unity of Phoenix, right? Right, and well, entitled Heart Gifts is exactly what I received. And no, you didn't. You didn't meet me then because I was so absolutely blown away with the overwhelming evidence and spiritual gifts brought in your presentation and the whole experience with Wolf that I must tell you, I scurried out of that presentation. I was so emotionally overcome with what I was hearing and how absolutely real and true and authentic it rang to me. I I didn't know what to do with it. Hmm. And so, so what did you so, do with it? Well, what I did with it is over the course of the next three or four days, I read every word on your website. <laughs> and I read and listened to every single Sanaya transcript. And Sanaya would be, Sanaya, for those of you who are new to my work, is my team of guides who I channel and who provide us with daily messages and then special long transmissions of how to live a more love-filled, joyous life and live a life on purpose here. So go ahead. Well, that message is exactly the message that I received. And I was absolutely overwhelmed, and I felt my heart burst open in joy in in ways I had never felt before. And I knew who and why I was, and that absolute assurance that we all have of who we are, which is love itself, and and why we are, which is to raise that vibration. And I was overwhelmed with the joy and peace, the strength and oh courage and the absolute gratitude and humility of knowing that and the total love that we all are. And Suzanne, I did something I'd never done in my life, which was write to you. Uh, Now, I was an English teacher. I was all into literature and authors and all that, but never in my life ever did I ever write any kind of letter of admiration or seeking a connection with an author. But honestly, Suzanne, I I was driven to do so because Shania spoke so deeply to me. It was my soul was moved, and I felt the reality of that absolute genuineness of love in ways that I never even knew existed, and the total joy and peace that comes from that. And I had to write to you because of that gift. 
Well, in, I I can feel it. I know, I know everybody else can feel the emotion and the love that, that you're radiating right now. And I just want to say that, you know, it, it could have been for anybody else, another teacher. It doesn't have to be me. I'm kind of embarrassed that... Uh, some of the things you're saying because I didn't really remember that the, that that was the fullness of the experience. But you were you were ripe for opening. You clearly had done the the background with with meditation, and I feel listening to you that you were set up by spirit. That they just knew I that I was glad you know every step of the way in in learning about new teachers and concepts and spirituality. I never knew. that there even was a difference between religion and spirituality. I just knew that the religion that I had grown up with wasn't something I wanted to do anymore, and I had left it for decades, decades. Wow. This was most unexpected. How about the change within you and your own personality? What changed in your spiritual practice, and then what changed as a result within you? I believe that what changed, well, first of all, in my spirituality was, honestly, Suzanne, I didn't even know the concepts that I understand now, um, because that wasn't how I was raised. In and, other words, that, that really, truly, at a, at another level, we are all that spirit, that light, that we're all one. Is that what you're speaking of? Absolutely. It is that that absolute letting go of any kind of judgmentalness of the need to evaluate and weigh and find yourself or others wanting. And most of all, what I learned that I hadn't practiced was to love myself. That Amen. Everything, everything proceeds from that. And, you know, I was really good at loving others and was and am dedicated to education of teenagers. That's the area that I worked in and working with the most difficult. And, and what I learned, though, was to open my heart wider, <laughs> to not evaluate but to accept, to greet in love and understanding, and and to radiate a warmth there that I think I was hesitant in doing before. I love that that you didn't have to be in a state of meditation for this to happen. It was just that, like I said, you were open, you you followed the nudge to go to that talk, and you heard the words and felt them at a soul level, and that just, you really just, it just opened you up wide. I went like a rocket. I do. I, <laughs> I, that's an image that I see, and what happened is I untethered myself, and I mm-hmm. unchained my heart, and and then everything burst forth that had been longing to be celebrated in my life. And and to broaden my purpose so much more than being a kind person, to being now, an action of love. Now, those of you listening who don't know Brenda, you may think, "Oh, this woman sounds over the top." You know, this is how she <laughs> is now. This is how she talks now. This is who she is. She is the walking expression of love which is exactly who we are here to be brenda walks the talk but were you weren't always like that brenda no i wasn't always like that uh well if you were doing what i wanted you to do i was but if you weren't i let you know in no short fashion you know i i I was the boss and generally i was a good boss and, and made decent decisions. But honestly, Suzanne, you didn't want to cross me. And and I had a sharp tongue that would get you, you know, corralled back where I wanted you to be right away. Those, I think, that I could be harsh and judgmental and uh, maybe got more compliance than uh, flocking to follow. How's that? That's beautiful. So... Have people who have known you for years noticed the difference? 
everyone notices the difference. You know, I told you I've been failing retirement. One of the things that I've done almost exclusively for the last, uh, prior to this past year, nine years, was substitute at the high school level. Now, most people would rather set their hair on fire than to walk in the class of 30 <laughs> to 40 teenagers, but I adored it, and those kids loved me. And i got to tell you, it's because I didn't hold back from how I cared about them. When you lead with love, everything else falls in place. Likewise, that was true with who had been my staff and my administrative team, that Honestly, Suzanne, I could step into the toughest situation and lead with love and know all is well. And it but was. inside, it sounds like inside things were different, though. Inside things were very different because I no longer was judging myself as lacking and found wanting. And I must say, it took a. This was not a quick study on my part to love myself to watch. How do I talk to myself? What are the things that I'm saying? And why am I making judgments or reacting in certain ways? And examining that and letting it go. What joy to be found in that? And how can that not be reflected externally then when that's your operating system, right? Wow. Yeah, fantastic. Well, we're going to talk in the second half of the hour more about uh, what you do in your daily spiritual practice now as a result of your spiritually transformative event and others who have helped you have helped as a result of that. But with you there now, I understand, is someone who has become one of your dearest friends and mine, Lynette Setzkorn. And we'd just like to bring Lynette in for a few minutes because Lynette has also had what she described as an STE, which I was not aware of until I started planning this program. I didn't know that she had 20 minutes that changed her life. How are you doing, Lynette? I'm doing great, Suzanne. How are you? Well, excellent. Terrific. So you want to set the background for your STE? I will. Um, In September of 2012, my husband died as a result of a series of egregious medical mistakes, and I found myself not only missing my soulmate, the love of my life, who died at the age of 60, but it was complicated by an intense anger. Uh, It was a rage. In fact, my days were just, you know, filled with obsessive thoughts about the wrongs that had been done to him that led to, you know, our separation, his death, and then my nights were haunted by nightmares in which... (laughs) And this sounds crazy because if anyone knows me, you know that I'm a, you know, a mild-mannered middle-aged woman. <laughs> but all I could think about was how to kill that doctor. It oh, was wow. really scary. I didn't. It was, I felt like I lost myself. I, I felt like I didn't even know who I was anymore. And 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 I was also hampered from what you might consider a normal grieving process by this just. The lack of forgiveness by this anger, this intense rage, this need for revenge and punishment uh, for those that, that had wronged, I mean, truly had wronged him. He he had health problems, but, but what happened was just, you know, disastrous and neglectful. So, so about eight months, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, I, I think the people who are listening can identify with this. These are very human emotions. Uh, but, I mean, what you're describing is pretty serious rage and desire for vengeance, but understandable. And, and homicidal urges, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, happily we don't have to call the police because I know there's a happy ending to this. <laughs> there, there is a happy ending. About eight months later, I was... Um, having a typical day, which involved, you know, tears and rehashing of events. And um, I throw in here at the same time, I had liquidated my business a year before. And in the process of doing that, while I was at the hospital with my husband, the liquidation company just practically emptied out my warehouse. And in a crazy turn of events, they had ended up suing me because I had publicized this incident and they called that libel and slander. We were involved in this massive, expensive court case and, of course, my husband was dead and I had unforgiveness toward those gentlemen also. So I'm driving across town 
in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's a sunshiny day. I had a little Miata. The top was down. It was beautiful. I should have been enjoying the sunshine. And all I could do was just mull this over in my mind, think, rethinking, refeeling. I know that resentment is a kind of unforgiveness, and that's refeeling a feeling. And I couldn't quit. I didn't know how to stop it. But something on the radio caught my attention. I heard this man talking, and as I listened more closely to what he was saying, I had to pull over. I had started crying so hard I couldn't drive. And I listened to him telling the story of the rape and murder of his daughter. And as he was telling that, I started feeling tingles and shivers all over my body, just as I am right now, by the way. <laughs> it comes back. <laughs> and then... Uh, he talked about how he went to death row to meet this man and that he actually came to love him. And as Hector talked about hugging this man on death row, something happened to me that I still can't explain. And yet it is as clear now as it is, as it was the day it happened. I can see everything. I can feel the sun. I can feel the breeze. I can see the gleam on the dashboard of my car. It was like the top of my head lifted open and this, gray column of misty smokiness just swirled out of me. And I don't know. <laughs> I know wow. it, sounds in, it sounds insane. And as he finished his story, I felt a lightness that I had not experienced in a, couple, in a couple of years. It was so profound. And I realized that all of that hatred, that anger, you know, the wishes for punishment, for revenge, the unforgiveness, it was just lifted out in an instant. And I, it was amazing. It was just, wow. and it was such a relief. It, it set me free in a way that let me then get down to the regular business of regular grief, you know, and the sadness and, and coming to terms with that. And I did and, and have had, you know, other STEs along the way, thank goodness. But that, that sudden release of something I was completely powerless over that seemed to be turning me into someone I didn't even know anymore, that was just a miracle. I am so grateful. And to what do you attribute that experience? Grace. I mean, I didn't ask for it. I didn't know it was possible. Um, now, wow. you know, I began, I began studying everything I could get my hands on about NDEs, and I figured out pretty quickly that that was an STE, something that just comes out of nowhere, changes something permanently. And, uh, but so, you know, the, the other, go ahead. The other ones that I've had have been, I would call it more the educational variety. They've been the result of, you know, reading certain things and internalizing that and then having a sudden change of attitude and belief. Mm-hmm. And those have been truly powerful too, but I think it was just a gift. I think that, you know, whatever is on the other side, and I have a pretty good idea now, and she's not going to do very well if we don't help her here. <laughs> and so it was wow. just, you know, this incredible heavenly heavenly gift of freedom, and uh, it was so powerful. And you got stepped on a little bit when you said that you attributed that first experience to grace. And it surprises me that you say you didn't, think to ask for it but as i think back on your upbringing that you have shared with me in the past you were raised much like brenda to to think that you were unworthy is that right exactly and in, in the same church in fact and and what i took away from that was that i was going to be punished that i would never measure up and that i would never be good enough and so it didn't occur to me to ask for help because you know help only wanted to exact its own revenge wow so I find it very interesting. Here we are talking on the Unity Network, and I met Brenda when she came to my event in at Unity of Phoenix, and now you're a member of Unity of Tulsa, or at Correct. least I've done an event with you there. So yes. you two have had your as you know as part of your path, this spiritual path that you're on. You've come to this beautiful philosophy that helps you to know the truth that you know in your heart. How would you summarize what you've come to know? What I know, and my, my probably my mantra now that just guides my life is that there's only one of us here, and there is nothing but love. We are all embraced by that. We are immersed by it. And no matter what we experience in these lives, all is well. I mean, that just is so... That's so true for me. And, and as a result of connecting with my husband and with my father, with other loved ones on the other side, there's been tremendous healing. And I know absolutely that life continues and that love is forever. 
That's what I know. You, it's so beautiful. And you just reminded me, speaking of Mike on the other side, he's the one that is taking credit for me bringing you and Brenda <laughs> together as friends. Isn't that right? <laughs> he did. It was a year after we met, after you introduced us. And you were doing a small group reading here in Phoenix, and, and Brenda and I were there. And at the very end of it, you were um, you pointed over to her, and you kind of cocked your head, and you looked really funny, and you said, oh, my gosh. He's taking credit for introducing you to. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and that was backed up with some pretty cool evidence that it was really Mike we were talking to. So we want to give a big thank you to Mike across the veil because uh, you two are messengers of hope in your own right. And we're going to come back after a break here and we're going to talk about how the ripples have spread from both of you. Uh, as a result of your spiritually transformative experiences and some of the people who you are helping as a result of that. So don't go anywhere, all of you listening, and Brenda and Lynette will be back after just a two-minute break. Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one. Please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting. No more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you're ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer, or call 1-800-NOW-PRAY. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming back. Our topic today is spiritually transformative experiences. Some of those are very much like near-death experiences where suddenly and by grace we experience the greater reality in our waking awareness, we are aware of the light. We suddenly know who we are and our life is forever changed. Other times, it's a gradual awakening and then something just triggers it. I have two guests with me today, Brenda Bowman-Baker and Lynette Setscorn, two 
beautiful women who have become dear friends of mine as a result of this work that I do as an evidential medium. Brenda, I'd like to get back to you now. You talked about how your life has changed, gone from a state of being very self-critical and not loving yourself to now not only loving everyone around you, but loving yourself. You spoke of a process leading up to your spiritually transformative event. I said that you were ripe for that. Why don't you share with us what that process was, and were you aware of the fact that you were engaged in a process? Well, I was not aware, I guess I'll answer that first, that I was engaged in a process until the process was well underway and that I had an ability to even see it. Um, I had mentioned that I'd grown up in a very fundamental, conservative, uh, Christian background that I felt very much judged me as lacking, and so I left that church. And, I, you know, I was fully involved in that. My father was a minister. I went through parochial grade school, high school, and college. I taught parochial high school. That was wow. a huge thing for me to leave all of that behind. But I couldn't stand how I felt about myself. Now, I recognize the irony involved there because even though I couldn't understand, couldn't stand how it made me feel, I still believed a lot of it. Mm. And that's why I was right for picking. Um, mm. I'll, I'll tell you the most, there's some really funny things that happened, but they all led me right there. I was visiting a sister in Chicago, and she was talking about Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul Sunday, which I'd never even heard of or watched. And she taped them. So I watched a couple, and I was shocked because it was so foreign to everything that I had known. And I so started, foreign, yeah. Yeah, I, and, and I started learning about spirituality. And what what it was versus a religious conventions and, you know, structures artificially created. And I all of a sudden started hearing these wonderful spiritual speakers and Maya Angelou. Oh, my gosh, she touched me so deeply. Her story of God loves me moved me so deeply because I felt it so fully. For honestly, the first time since I was a child, a child, when I used to sing in all the choirs and all of that, and that's what got me to Unity Church and coming back because of the music, honestly. Mm. And then I started hearing the message and of love and, and acceptance and valuing and celebrating diversity and leading with love. And these were all things I never recognized before. And then, Suzanne, out of nowhere, I developed an absolute obsession on mediumship. Now, I'm talking about two years ago. I never had anything about, or maybe three years ago, three years ago, I never had any interest in mediumship or the whole concept of paranormal or all that except to ridicule it and then all of a sudden I'm realizing no this is real it just spoke to me that it was real and that we didn't die I was you know Brenda I have to I have to break in because I know that Ty always listens my husband Ty listens to these shows and I hear you say you developed an obsession with mediumship and I'm thinking well, I know somebody who might say that same word about me. <laughs> that would be Ty. I certainly can relate to it, to your 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 interest, your passion, your burning desire to know more about the greater reality. Well, that is exactly why I was sitting in the audience on April 17th. 2015 and heard your Whoa. presentation of look at that you, you remember the date <laughs> I remember the date and time it isn't that one of the characteristics of an STE you can never forget it the details are so crystal clear and incredibly moving um, and heartfelt that it's real every time I talk about it. 
Every time. Fantastic. You know, hearing your story makes me question why people aren't coming in droves to this this understanding but it's all part of the evolution of humanity we're getting there and it's so exciting to have people listening to shows like this and and coming to understand that we are the love we seek and you were good at giving it outwardly but now you know that it comes from within and and people who come around you feel it and that's the result of these stes that we're talking about Yes, absolutely, and there is a a sense of homecoming, Suzanne. You know, I, lo- I love the Ram Dass quote of we're all simply walking each other home, and it's so true. I felt such an enormous homecoming. I, I literally felt my heart leap within and celebrate and excite, and I, there was so much for me to open to and to realize and to experience the the whole idea that we're spiritual beings having a human being experience so that we may more fully raise that vibration so that we may experience yet a, another facet of love in our lives that yeah. connects us even more closely. How perfect is that? How could yeah. your heart not leap in joy, right? Well, Brenda, I'm putting myself in the shoes of the listeners hearing you talk. And if those of you listening aren't right now in the place that Brenda is, how could you not be saying, I want what she has? Uh, this is the whole goal of programs like this to, to let you know that this is possible for all of us, that this kind of love and peace and, and joy that you're hearing here today is possible for you and it begins with number one the belief that you are part of something greater the belief that this this philosophy that we're speaking of is not just a philosophy it's truth that we are loving beings of light and then setting the clear intention of coming to know yourself as that when you do that spirit the universe god the source sets things in motion to bring this into your life, just like Brenda was led step by step to just the right teachers and to that moment on April 17, 2015, that opened her up wide and has led to this joy. Just set the intention, I want that, help me to find that. And then just keep your heart open, follow the nudges, and be ready, buckle your seatbelt. Brenda, I want to... Shift gears a little bit here and tell everybody how you and Lynette, but I know that I think you were the driving force behind this, have started a group that helps to spread these ripples. And I know a lot of the members of that group are listening to the show now. So why don't you tell us about that? Well, you know, I have to preface this by saying this group formed not because of me. Uh, I was a I was a fine tool developed for it, but it is so spirit-led. Uh, I Once I made contact with you and started even more deeply developing my meditation practice and readings and that, I uh, had this overwhelming sense that I, too, was intended to be a medium. Now, this was never a goal of mine, ever, and I truly questioned it. But I must tell you in meditation again and again, you develop this listening ear, don't you? And I heard that that was true. And then I started meeting people by comments I made on Facebook, on your website. For That's the right. From Sanaya every day. And... I started getting a lot of friend requests that actually developed into more than friends. And we formed, we came together as a group of spiritually motivated individuals to form a group, a special Facebook group that called Souls Awakening. There is no Soul. apostasy. 
Soul's yeah. Awakening. And I love it because several years ago, Sanaya in a channeling session, probably seven years ago, said that Spirit would be using your technology to bring people together from across your globe. And it is funny because I would post the daily Sanaya messages and every single day you commented on them something beautiful something so heartfelt and people would say to me who is this brenda baker (laughs) i and i will tell you that i was so led to do so suzanne at first when i will i will say when i first started doing that i thought what audacity brenda why are you making these comments (laughs) you are so new to all of this but yet how could I not? I mean, when you're when you're bubbling over with joy and peace, how and and love, how do you not seek to share that and to expand upon it? And again, in retrospect, I can see so clearly how I was led to do that to draw together. Well, what is now over ninety people in Souls Awakening? All and of look at that. I know. I, 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 I love that they reached out to you and friend requests. You know, it's not like you went and said, I'm going to lead this group. It just organically came together with kindred spirits speaking a group. And how many of you listening are saying, I wish I had a group like that. I wish I had somebody to, that I could talk to and about these, these beliefs, these understandings, my connection with the spirit world. And Brenda has started that soul's awakening. So what does the group do? Well, our group, we, first of all, we are all united in our understanding of who and why we are, and that serving spirit is what we wish to do, and and answering that question, how may I serve, oh, actually happens in so many different ways. There are many of us who are studying to become mediums, we call ourselves baby mediums, uh, and we practice with one another and others, there are many of us who are healers and are learning that beautiful art and craft of healing. And uh, we have people who are channelers. We have people who do divine inspired writing um, and art. Oh, art has become a big part of our uh, our group and how we share in giving readings to one another, some of our members do uh, divine drawings based on that. And we have a huge array there of people celebrating love and our oneness and growing together in that. Uh, and we so love let, one another deeply. Let me ask you, have any of the members had their own spiritually transformative experiences since the group formed or beforehand that are, that stand out for you? Well, yes. In fact, uh, I, the group knew that, well, they didn't know about Lynette, but they knew that I was going to appear with you today uh, on the show. And so one, one of our mem- members, Sandy Thorpe, sent me a beautiful email reminding me about some of the things that we share in common. I must tell you, Suzanne, it's amazing how many of us in this Soul's Awakening group had these spiritually transformative experiences in the spring of 2015. Hmm. And not only during that same general time period, but much of us around Wolf's message and in reading the book and it, it, that commonality. And yeah, it happens a lot. I, I know that Wolf is involved in that, and so many people, when they read the book, it, it serves as an oracle for them. They they sense Wolf's presence, even if they've never been aware of the presence of Spirit, and they have so many synchronicities. So I know that Spirit's at work getting that book into people's hands, and it's oh, great absolutely. to have that validation from you now. The synchronicities of us, that we experienced in the reading of the book. I mean, I myself in the reading of the book, because I hadn't read it prior to going to Heart Gifts, uh, and having the very same experiences occurring with birds and butterflies. And uh, But what happened with Sandy? What was Sandy's STE? Well, Sandy's STE, STE was that she felt called to... It was a knowingness 
spot of guidance for her own jury journey that gave her confidence to write her inspired messages. You know, Sandy didn't share those with many people ever. And then she started sharing them with Souls Awakening on our website. And now she has a daily blog that is so inspirational. And I must tell you, Suzanne, often I so clearly hear the voice of Sanaya in some of her writings. And she's it's all so a funny. similar energy because she's tapping into that level of the of the higher beings. So it's just beautiful. Yes, and, and that shared consciousness. And she attributes this and the evolution of that to when she read Wolf's message in April 2015. And all of us at the same time started getting these urges to seek out more about mediumship. And at that very same time, you announced to some of us that you were going to, in a year, Mavis was going to come to Florida and present a training in mediumship. And we had to prepare for that. And so I know you've been through a bunch of classes. We don't want to get off the track too much here. So if you, I see the clock is ticking down way too fast here. There's five minutes to go. If you'll allow me, Brenda, to get back to you and your STE, because I want to show people the results of how these changes have helped you. I know you, without getting too much into detail with just a few minutes left, you've had one of the most challenging years ever dealing with a, a cascading physical illness, including going through a, what has been touted as one of the most difficult surgeries. We don't have to go into detail, but one of the most difficult surgeries that surgeons ever perform. And I know you've had your ups and downs, but how has your STE and what came after it helped you to deal with the physical challenges of the past year? Well, first of all, it's a matter of perspective, isn't it? Am I going to get mired into my human being self, or am I going to tie into my spiritual self? And what perspective am I going to take? Well, that perspective is I can never die, ever. (laughs) And this love that I am continues to flourish, and all I need to do is trust and relax, release my fears and receive the comfort and support that is there for me, and to allow and to trust that all is always well, regardless of what happens to the physical being of me. All is and- always well. It's beautiful, and I I love how the the Souls Awakening group and Lynette, who's there with you in person now, have have been there, spirit led to to be comforting human companions on this journey as well. The, the way that the two worlds come together, the spirit world guiding you, and then your human companions who know they are also spirit. It's just been a beautiful journey and a lesson for all of us in what this is all about. Absolutely, and let me just add, not a moment accidental or coincidental. Not a moment. <laughs> and then I'll just let people know that, Brenda, we don't want to... P- p- you are a saint, St. Brenda, but you've had your ups and downs. It's not like this wasn't the perfect journey. So I don't want listeners to think that that spiritually transformative experiences turn us into non-humans you've had your times of crying and reaching out to your friends who were there for you but you just keep getting back on track and it's been beautiful to watch well it's who we are isn't it yeah you can have that lesson in a big way what would you like to say to everybody about spiritually transformative experiences this path we're on before we wrap up the show Know that they're there as the biggest gift that you'll ever receive in this particular experience you're having. And know that love will always lead the way. And if you're not sure of anything, ask yourself, how does it feel? Your heart will tell you. It'll lead you forward. It'll never fail you. Beautiful. I just want I have to comment that it, I found it, very 
synchronistic that Lynette, who's still on the line, mentioned that she had her STE with the top down on her convertible. And Lynette and Brenda, just the other day, I wrote myself a note to to imagine spirit talking to us as if we're riding in a convertible with the top down all the time. You just <laughs> just about knocked me off my chair with that one. Sweet. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful imagery. So we want to give a shout out to the entire Souls Awakening group for for the leadership that you're sharing with everyone else, for the beautiful energy that, that all of you are spreading out into the world. And so I encourage those of you listening to start your own online groups or to look into Souls Awakening. Are you taking new members, Brenda? Yes, we are, but uh, I'll tell you right now, I've kind of handed my administrative duties off to Sandy and to Lynette uh, because of the physical struggles that I'm having right sure. now. Uh, okay. But, so you know, so going to have them go to look up Souls Awakening on Facebook because we are just about out of time. Yes, Lynette. It's a, it's a private group. If they are interested in becoming a member, they can email soulsawakeninggroup at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you. Well, two beautiful ladies, thank you for sharing your stories. Everybody else, belief and intention opens the door. Be committed to a beautiful spiritual practice. Love yourself and just be open for what spirit has in store for you. Thank you all for joining us. May the messages of hope speak straight to your heart as you go out and spread your light in this world. Many of us have heard someone say, I've learned my lesson. I'll never do that again. All too rarely do we hear, that was a wonderful lesson. I'm glad it happened just the way it did, even though I was uncomfortable going through it. I now understand why I experienced the pain. With this new awareness, I can change my behavior so I won't make the same mistake in the future. We bear a good part of the responsibility for creating both the positive and the negative situations we experience in daily life. Wisdom comes from understanding the result of our choices and realizing that we can always choose differently. By fearlessly confronting the role you play and the experiences you may have judged as mistakes in your life, you can make future experiences fruitful and increase your wisdom. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. 
The toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer, or call 1-800-NOW-PRAY. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.